And a good Saturday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us this morning. We're going to be here for the next two hours today and tomorrow morning, same time, to answer your questions on your major home appliances. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave oven, garbage disposal, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, even the humidifier on the side of your furnace. So, again, you are the most important person on this radio program. You listen, you learn, so does everybody, and they want to hear your voice. So don't be shy. It's a family-oriented program, and we invite you to call in with your questions, your comments, your suggestions, your complaints. We want to hear it all, and so does everybody listening. You are the most important person on this radio program, and to tell you how to join us to become a part of the Home and Appliance Show is the voice of that debonair young man, Donald the Hammer Schuster. I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true, Joe, that I get a kick out of you? I get no kick in a plane flying too high with some gal in the sky is my idea of nothing to do. Yet I get a kick. You give me a boot. I get a kick out of you. Ta-da. 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 The day has begun. The day has begun. And that's why we're going to welcome you to give us a phone call because we are here not for us to sing songs to you, but to answer your appliance repair question. So let's get on task. And we're going to ask you to please help us by giving us a call so we can give you uh, the answer to your appliance repair question. And that phone number is 800-859-0957. That's the same as, if it helps you remember it, 800-859-0WJR. How clever is that, huh? You think we're not thinking over here? So give us a call. 800-859-0957. We are here for you. And with his personal story to help us kick off the morning even further, he is here for you, Joe Gannon. In my travels home every summer, which I missed last year for the first time in 55 years in a row, in my travels home, uh, fishing is the reason I'm up there and years ago I would catch a pike Canadians don't like pike too many bones etc I would catch a pike and I would take that pike over to a rock on the shore and I'd lay it down on a rock then I'd back off a hundred yards and this beautiful, big, big bald-headed eagle would fly down and grab that thing and take off with it back to its nest to feed its young ones. And I kept doing this every day. Now, I did this for two, three, maybe four years. But each time, instead of backing off 100 yards or whatever, I ended up backing off 10, 20 yards. And that 
big bald eagle would still come down there and get that pike on the shore laying on a rock. And then one year I was up there with a friend and I took a pike and I put it on the bow of the boat on a white towel and that bald eagle came down and screeched as it came down and landed on the bow of the boat and my friend had a camera and he took as many pictures as possible of the uh, bald eagle just 20 feet away from us as it landed there. And I did that several days in a row. That bald eagle knew the color of the boat, which was <laughs> green and white, 21 foot long. And it knew the color of the boat. So bald eagles can tell color. That's what I learned because there's tons of boats around. And every year I would feed that bald eagle. I missed last year because of the COVID thing, but I expect to be going back up this September sometime. I don't believe I'll even miss a radio show. We'll go during the week and uh, we'll have fun up there. And like, I'd like to take Donald up there and show him really what the wilderness is like with the bear and the moose along the shore of the river. Uh, He'd get a big kick out of that. He's, he's, I'll sing my songs. I, I get a kick. Yeah, I'll right. sing songs to the bears. Oh, they, they'll uh, just love you up there, okay? I'll leave you alone with them for a little while. <laughs> see, see what kind of song you're singing. Anyways, that's my story for this morning about back home in northern Canada. I, I can tell you, as much as she would be interested in hearing your story about how you sort of like trained that bald eagle, my wife would be more interested in knowing how you train a bald-headed stooge but that's a discussion for another day. The discussion for today is appliance repair, and that's why we're going to help out somebody who's calling from Cincinnati, Ohio, at a fan motor on the dehumidifier that won't run unless he pushes it, and I mean push it real good. From Cincinnati, this is Todd. Good morning, Todd. Thanks so much for calling. How may we help you? Good morning, Joe. Yes, I have a 15-year-old uh, dehumidifier. It's a Canadian dehumidifier made by a W.C. Wood Company. It's called an Edison. Yeah. And uh, I noticed the fan wasn't coming on, so I took the front off. And if I give the fan blade just a very small nudge, it'll take off. Now, it doesn't do this every time. Sometimes it, it starts off by itself, but very slowly and then builds up speed. Yeah. But I've, this is a very unusual uh dehumidifier insofar as it's the first dehumidifier I've seen that has a capacitor on the motor uh, run capacitor on the motor for uh -huh. the fan All right. and I'd just like to know uh, I guess uh, is the problem with the motor or the capacitor or both or, or is something entirely different well Todd thanks for the great question and I'll tell you that I, in my past, have probably fixed a few thousand of them with the same indications of failure that you're having. The bearing in the motor is dry, and that's exactly why it's locking up on you. A little push with your finger will get it going, but that's only going to last for so long. So I'll give you the fix. Okay. Go to the local hardware store and see if you can find a little 
dispenser of, uh, and it's in a little plastic container, and it's got a little spout on it. I think I know the, what you're going to tell me. Yeah, Is turbine Turbine oil. oil? Yes. I have my bottle of turbine oil. Do you really? I'm a good, I'm a good listener. That's very nice of you. That turbine oil will not break down into bubble gum. Which is what happens when you oil a motor, the uh, bearing it gets coated with the oil and then it turns to bubble gum and it turns and it stops the motor completely. So find a way to drip some of that turbine oil down the shaft of the motor so it'll penetrate into the bearing. You don't need much. Four or five drops is all you need. Okay. And when you do when you do that, you'll find that the motor will spin easily. Right now, if you spin that with your finger, it doesn't spin easily. Yes, it or, does. Yeah, but it might slow down and stop abruptly. Okay. It's, instead of slowly shutting down. Okay. It, well, this, this 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 slows down pretty slowly. It's, yeah. Uh, it still runs pretty freely. I I did that. Uh, I freed up the motor on my Maytag dryer with the turbine oil, though. Oh, good, good. So I'll try it on here. You try it on there, I can almost guarantee you success. And you won't have to buy a little fan motor for that dehumidifier. Well, that's great. Todd, I thank you for the phone calls. It's a great way to lead off the program because it shows this show helps people save money. And that's yes, exactly it has. What, well, Todd, thanks. You're entirely welcome, sir. Take care. Just a reminder, if you're on the east coast of the country as the daylight comes up, if you're listening on WJR 760 AM and you start to lose our signal, you can still continue to hear our show. AM signals tend to go less far when the daylight comes up. But if you want to continue to listening to us until eight o'clock Eastern this morning, you can download an app onto your uh, smartphone or onto your tablet. Just get the iHeartRadio app and search WJR. And uh, you can also listen live right on your computer if you go to WJR.com. So stick with us all the way till eight o'clock, even if the signal fades out where you are. Helping us out this morning in the WJR control room is Danielle Mason on audio and on phones. We have Brian Morton. I'm happy to be helping out as well. So give us a call. Phone number to call with your appliance repair question is 800-859-0WJR. That's 800 859-0957. We're going to be talking to Richard from Ypsilanti when we come back. Let's talk to you as well. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor. The doctor is in, Joe Gannon, on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR. What do you think? We get up this early for our health? Well, we sort of do, but also to help you with your appliance repair questions, the appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, is here to help you save some money. Give us a call with your question at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. We're here for you live Saturday, July 24th. Give us a call right now. It is 6.22 in the morning Eastern time. And that makes it time for... Joe 
And this morning's subject has to do with politics. Yeah, this is not a political show. But I hear and I've seen what happens with government. And you know, I hear the statement quite often. Big business runs government. Well, here's an example of what's going on in Congress right now in Washington. The fact that manufacturers want control over the repairs of their products is evident. There's a bill in Washington right now. It's called the Right to Repair Bill. And already ahead of everybody is the John Deere Tractor Supply Company who is saying to the farmers, you cannot fix your tractor anymore. The material that is provided for service is going to be secretive. You will not be able to fix your tractors and there's an uproar by the farmers. Now, three, four years ago, I wrote a column about the manufacturers of major home appliances wanting to keep the service under their thumb, under their control, that they would stop consumers from being able to repair appliances. They would use special screws that only the authorized service man could provide. There were no, there's not going to be available in a hardware store a screwdriver to match the screws. They will lock the appliances and have you enter a code to get into the appliance so you can take it apart. All of this is going on. It's called the Right to Repair Act. And they haven't, to my knowledge, voted on it yet, but there's an uproar going on. Manufacturer will, will take control of repairs. I mean, I just can't believe this. What's this going to do to the do-it-yourself, the person who calls this radio show and wants some help on how to fix an appliance, and which we're very willing and proud to do so? But what's it going to do to people, to the parts houses that sell parts and components for these products? What's it going to do to the service industry, which employs tens of thousands of service technicians across this country? Go into your computer. Look it up. Right to repair in Congress, in Washington, ready soon to be voted on. Let's see what happens. Hope you enjoyed this story and thank you for listening. That's why they call you Joe Gannon, man of the people. Thank you, Joe. Let's go to Ypsilanti. Here's a caller who came in at 800-859-0WJR. He dialed 800-859-0957. He's got a Whirlpool fridge with moisture on the inside from Ypsilanti. This is Richard. Good morning, Richard. Thanks for calling and we appreciate it. Good morning, Joe. Thank you very much for listening to me. Now, what kind of refrigerator do you have and how old? Yeah, well, it, it, it says on a, bear with me here. I, I have a vision problem, so I have to use devices. But it says on here, I believe I got it right, manufactured date 201810. Oh, I, is that 2018-10? The 10th uh, month? Could be, could be. 
but it's not very old. No, it's not very old, no. Is it a freezer on the top? Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Now, where are you seeing the moisture or feeling the moisture? On the shelves and in the the uh, the uh, lens or the, the, the cover for the light in the center. It's got moisture hanging on it. Now, I would like you quickly today to find out if the light is going out when you shut the door. Now, that I, I, I never checked, Joe. I, I Like I said, I have a visually impaired and I'm limited to what I can see. I have to use devices. And I'm just now trying to get into this thing because it's, it's becoming very bothersome. And uh, I, I knew I'd get the right answers from the appliance doctor. Well, around that time, and you know what kind of refrigerator it is? Is it a Whirlpool? What do you mean by what kind it is in the Whirlpool? Well, who made the refrigerator? Well, I, it doesn't, it, it, it's got a, just a S-E-R-V-S number on it. I, and again, I, I, I'm limited to, the, to what I can see. Right. And I probably should have had my daughter come over and take a look for me, but I live by right. myself and I just thought, well, I'd call you this morning and see what you had to say. Well, I'm glad you called me because there were many thousands of a certain brand of refrigerator, and I believe it's Whirlpool, but they make them for a lot of other people as well, where there was a failure of the light to go out so the light stayed on in the refrigerator. And I know it's just a small light bulb, but it caused problems of melting the plastic and also igniting the plastic inside of a refrigerator. So you're gonna to need to talk to your daughter there about going to the Consumer Protection or Product Safety Commission and looking up this recall that I've just mentioned to you, because it's a dangerous problem, Richard. And if, when a refrigerator ignites and it's just sitting there keeping things cool, but the light bulb stays on, it provides enough heat that we know for a fact it will melt the plastic and it will cause some ignition. So it's urgent. Well, Joe, that, it doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem to have any any uh change in the in the design of the the cover over the light it's just got moisture on it i know and that light staying on will cause humidity on that cover and that's so, maybe... okay that makes sense yes it yeah. does so anyways richard you talk to your daughter as soon as you can to make sure that you don't have one of those recalled refrigerators. I right. I will. I will do that. And I thank you so much for calling and waking up. How's your up hockey playing going? Oh, well, uh, you know, the skating is not, uh, let's put it this way. I'm too darn old to be skating. That's what Cicerelli said to me here last time I skated with the alumni. Good old Dino. Yeah, and he'd get up to center ice, and I was playing defense in front of Eddie Meal, and he'd holler back, come on up here, Grandpa. We can't score unless we get to the other end. 
<laughs> you take care, Richard. All right, Joe. Thanks very much. I'll see you, and I appreciate it. And You're whatever the outcome well. is, I'll get back with you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. It is 6.30 in the morning. It's Saturday morning. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by SPS Glass Block. When it comes to an egress window in your home, you must know this. If somebody dies in the basement of your home due to a fire or a flood or whatever, you are liable. You are liable to go to prison for a long time. So if you need an egress window, here's the guy who can do it better than anybody else, Chuck Chucktai from SPS Glass Block. Here's his phone number, 844-482-7378. That's 844-482-7378. In the on-deck circle is Tony from Dearborn Heights. We're going to be talking to Tony when we come back. We could be talking to you as well, help you out with your appliance repair question, maybe your appliance purchase question before you go out and buy some appliances. Give us a call, 800 859 0957-800-859-0WJR. I'm happy to be helping out. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of the longest running appliance repair radio show in America. The Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760-WJR. We'd be honored if you'd join us every Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. and every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Not only will you hopefully feel you're hearing great programming during those two hours each morning, but it'll set you up with good programming the rest of the day on WJR, like the program we're going to have later today. And to tell us about it, Danielle Mason. Uh, 8 to 9, we have the car show. 9 to 10, we have the law show with Justin Grove. And then 10 to noon, we have the inside outside, guys. So that's what's happening on WJR this morning. Thanks, Danielle. Phone number to call with your appliance repair question, 800-859-0WJR, 800-859-0957. We've got an Amana refrigerator fan motor that's squealing off and on. Let's go to Dearborn Heights. Talk to Tony. Good morning, Tony. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Good morning, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Joe, I have a, a manor refrigerator with freezers on the bottom. The refrigerator is about, I'm guessing, 50 to 60 years old. When I bought the house, the previous owner left it here for me, and it's been giving us good service since uh, we bought the house it was olive green, and I had it repainted, so I'm assuming it was back in the 60s and early 70s when this particular unit was, was manufactured. The problem I'm having now with this refrigerator, yesterday morning I was I got up and I could hear the, the motor screeching on and off at, at different intervals, and then it went away. It's been running quiet since. It's happened a few times in the last six, seven months, it'll screech a little bit and then go away. And I'm wondering if it's maybe dust or dirt on the fan blades that's causing it to do this. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure, but that 
<clears throat> that's why I'm calling you, Joe, to see what you think. And if it's now, worth fixing. Well, yes, it is worth fixing, okay? Because they don't make them like that anymore, let me tell you. Now, do you know which fan? See, there's two fan motors in that refrigerator. One's underneath by the compressor. And then there's another one inside the freezer. Do okay. you do you know which one is making the squealing sound? It sounded like the noise was coming from the back of the refrigerator, because I got on my I got on the floor. I took the front uh, grate off with a flashlight, and it seems like the noise is coming back there. Even though there was wind, you could feel the wind blowing through the bottom of the refrigerator over yeah. the coils. But uh, I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know, Joe. All right. Well, let's try and find out here then. Next time this makes this screeching sound, open the freezer. Open the freezer door. Okay. There's a button there. The freezer door hits uh, when it closes. That's the light yes, switch and the fan switch. So when you open the door, that noise stops. You know it's inside the freezer. So let's assume it's inside the freezer. You go into the freezer. You take the back wall off inside the freezer. There's screws that hold it in place. And there's the fan motor and the fan blade. That fan motor should still be available for that unit. Even though it's that old? Yes. Okay. Well, that if that fan motor is wearing out, will it cause uh, ice formation inside the freezer wall just by the door? And also, will it also cause ice formation on, on uh, say, like jello that's in the refrigerator? It might form a little crustacean of ice on top. Will that fan yes. motor be the would cause yes. those other two problems. That fan motor must move air because the air contains humidity. And if the air sits on something cold, you're going to get a little ice formation. Ah, okay. So, so you've got some detective work to do. Now, okay. the fan motor, if you, find, if you know of a parts house near you, Okay. Ken Whirl is close to my house. Ken Whirl is there on telegraph, been there for a hundred years, and yes, they will get that fan motor for you. Okay. Okay. Now, they, so, go ahead. You, you heard me say they don't make them like they used to. Yes, sir. Um, back in those years, I uh, was a service manager and customer relations manager for uh, the Amana Corporation. And I was always so proud of the quality they put into their refrigerators. That's not true today. I mean, that's still true in a sense, but it's made by Whirlpool today. A Whirlpool purchased Amana years ago, 20 years ago, let's say. And the product is still made, to my knowledge, in Amana, Iowa where I used to go and spend time when I was working for them. And uh, they were a great company. I uh, had a manna stamped on my forehead for many years <laughs> as I loved them very much. So, Tony, please 
get back to us and let us know or send me an email or whatever so I will not uh, be thinking about you, especially because you own that Ola Manor. Uh, uh, I'll be thinking about it. I want to hear back from you. To Joe, to get that back plate off, just take all the, the food out of there and the yeah. shelving out. And there's what, four screws on the back of that plate? Well, there's screws. I don't know how many. I can't remember that far back. But okay. all the, it's nothing but a piece of sheet metal. Okay. okay. And there's screws. Hold it in place. It's flexible. Watch you don't cut your finger because that sheet metal is sharp. But then there's okay. two screws that hold the motor in place, two wires, and it's easy enough to take off. The fan blade is not part of the motor, so you got to keep the fan blade off the old motor to put on the new motor. Okay. There's no seals that I have to no. be worried about? No. No. Okay. Okay. Very good, sir. And I want to tell you, I met you years ago when you were on Ford Road at Carback Appliance. Yeah, I owned that business for 20 years. Had a great yeah. time meeting so many people in the area. Yeah. I enjoyed owning my own business. I enjoyed yeah. the workshop I had in the back. My goodness, you couldn't get me out of there. I love fixing things. Well, I, I really appreciate your, your, your uh, backing up the consumer. It's very appreciative, sir. Thank you, Tony. Take care. You too, Joe. Thank you so much. You're welcome, sir. Saturday morning, check your clocks, should say 6.43. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you by Dalton Environmental Cleaning. Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning, Dryer Vent Line Cleaning has been with me for going on 30 years. 30 years on radio. Whatever station I was on, they were with me. And I'll tell you, there's nobody does it better. Dalton Environmental Air Duct Cleaning will clean your air ducts and make that air in your home as clean as it should be. Call 877-DALTONS. That's 877-325-8667. We're coming back, and when we do, we're going to be talking to Laszlo from Roseville. We could be talking to you. Just give us a call at 800 859 Zero W J R eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. I'm Donald the Hammer Schuster. We're just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon, funneling this whole show through the control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, Golden Tower, the Fisher Building. The WGR control room is sending it up to the skywaves. It's the great voice of the Great Lakes. It's where Detroit comes to talk. It's 760 WJR. We are the Home and Appliance Show. We are here every weekend morning, but there's three ways, three simple ways to stay connected with the show when we're not on the radio. Number one, you can visit our webpage at wjr.com slash appliance. When you're there, you can listen to past episodes of the show, stream them, listen to them right while you're there. You can also see a list of our preferred Partners, if you're looking for help around your home or business, that's at wjr.com slash appliance. That's number one. Number two, you can email Joe Gannon, the appliance doctor, at his own personal email address. You just need the address so you can do it. And here it is. It's the first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. That's A-P-P-L. <laughs> 
D-O-C-T at gmail.com. That's number two. Number three is to subscribe to Joe Gannon's monthly email newsletter and to bring us up to date on the August issue that's just about eight days away. Joe, what's the latest? Well, I've already started writing the newsletter for August. August the 1st, the uh, Spectrum Human Services hits a button and it goes to thousands of people who are subscribing to it. And uh, it's all on your computer. And it's all about, oh, things in the service industry, things about appliances, informative information that you're just not finding anywhere else. So the newsletter helps a lot of people. It costs you $10 or more if you want to donate to Spectrum Human Services. Donald will tell you how to do that. It's not hard. It's inexpensive. And I think last issue was for July was four or five pages. I'm trying to fill up the pages as best I can and as quickly as I can, but I've got a few days now to do it and it'll be ready for August the 1st. So Donald, if you would like to tell people how they can contribute to Spectrum, then absolutely. It's a win-win situation because Spectrum that you're donating to is a family services agencies. They're working to strengthen Michigan children and families with foster care and adoption programs. They help out with assisted living. They get involved with substance abuse and a whole lot more. So you're helping them out and you'll get your monthly email newsletter every month for 12 months for a minimum $10 donation. To get in on that list, go online to spectrumhuman.org. S-P-E-C-T-R-U-M, Spectrum human.org. Roseville's where we're going. We've got a furnace that quit working. Our caller thinks it's the motor, thinks it's the motor, but that's why he's calling the consumer advocate and appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, to find out for sure. From Roseville, this is Laszlo. Good morning, Laszlo. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Good morning, Joe. Well, uh, it's a uh, fairly new furnace, only about eight years old. Uh, can I mention the brand name? Sure, go right ahead. Okay, it's a carrier furnace, 80% efficiency. Yeah. And uh, it, the last year or so, uh, or maybe less time than that, um, the motor, sounds like the motor was making um, more of a noise. And... Uh, I called up the heating and cooling people that installed it, and they said uh, it can't be the furnace motor because it's permanently lubricated. Uh-huh. Uh, or at least, uh, you know, I mean, you know, they. I said, should I lubricate the motor? And they said, no, it's permanently lubricated. They could uh, well be right about that because there's no indication on the panel, the front panel, uh, inside the front panel of the furnace about you oiling the motor. You know, there's nothing there about oiling the motor. Right. But it's quit working now, and um, I did smell a little bit of a, like an electrical smell, you know. Um, uh, it didn't catch, uh, you know, there's no, um, it didn't catch fire, um, well, not fire, but it had like a burning electrical smell, a slight burning electrical smell when it, before I shut it off. Okay. 
so I don't know exactly what's wrong with it. Uh, I was wondering, if, I'm a handyman. I'm really good at fixing things, and uh, I'm wondering if I could do something to repair that furnace. Well, if you can get the motor out, and I'm sure you can. If yeah, you I can get probably do it. I've got tools galore. Yeah. Well, if you can get the motor out and did like earlier, I think the first caller, I suggested he go to the hardware store and get some turbine oil, uh -huh. which, which he said he already had. Hardware store? Hardware store. Turbine oil is what you want. It comes in a little plastic container with a long spout that comes out the end of it. Okay, and yeah. I'm going to suggest you stand that motor on end and you drop five or ten drops of oil down the shaft of the motor. Okay. I know it's a permanently sealed motor, but some of that turbine oil will migrate to the bearing. Good. You only, you only need five, ten drops. Five, ten drops. Okay. Now, if there's a shaft out the other end of the motor, re tip it upside down and do the other end. Mm -hmm. And let it sit overnight. Overnight, okay. Yeah. Now, spin the motor with the, your hand. Spin the shaft with your hand and mm -hmm. see if you can work the motor shaft free. Now, but full with the turbine oil, full with the motor, don't go buy a new motor yet. No, no. And then let me know how you make out with this motor. They're, okay. they're not inexpensive, you know. Right, right. Uh, I have another question as well. Uh, I have an older uh, uh, dehumidifier. It's uh, working fine. But I'm wondering whether I should buy a new one. Would that be more efficient and save me money? Not in the end, it's not. No. No, and those old dehumidifiers were much better than what's made today. People yeah. ask me people ask me about dehumidifiers. Should I buy one? What should I buy? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Well, let me tell you, I know for a fact, and I've been told by uh, appliance dealers that yes, they still sell dehumidifiers. The majority of them come from overseas markets. They don't have any parts here in the United States to repair them. That's a big thing. And they're not made the way they used to be. I remember when a man who used to make a dehumidifier that was all copper tubing, no aluminum. And, would la and, and there's still people out there with those old 19... 65, 75 dehumidifiers that are still working today. So wow. keep what you keep what you've got there, Laszlo. Okay, I will. All right. Thanks um, for the phone call. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you for your uh, advice. You're very welcome, sir. Take care. Whenever Led Zeppelin would perform, fans would demand they play Stairway to Heaven. When Guns N' Roses is at Comerica Park next month, they'll be demanding Paradise City. Joe, your all-time classic being requested right now from Knoxville, Tennessee. Terry's on the line and would like to know about your Tang solution for the dishwasher cleaning. Hi, Terry. Thanks for the phone call. And uh, 
you're interested in the tang treatment for your dishwasher. Am I correct? Yeah, well, I heard you give that tip one day, and we actually did it. But one of the things that maybe you mentioned it, maybe I just missed it, was are we supposed to do that with a full load or not, and how often should you do it? Well, I'm going to say a couple times a year, no dishes in the dishwasher. You need, okay. you need 12 ounces of tank. And what you do is you turn up the hot water tank. You're going to, you want to get the water to 140, 150 degrees. If you don't have any children to worry about, leave it there. Okay. The hotter the water, more bacteria you're going to kill in the dishwasher and in your washing machine. So you get the water good and hot. You wait an hour. You turn on the dishwasher. Let it run for five, six minutes. You'll hear the our swish arms going around. At that point, stop. Open the door. Deposit 12 ounces of Tang orange powdered breakfast drink directly into the water that's in the bottom of your dishwasher. Shut the door. Let it go through the rest of the cycle. That dishwasher will be as clean as the day it came from the factory. It will wash much better than it does right now. And it'll be clean. It'll smell clean. You'll love what it does for your dishwasher. Well, we, we followed your directions, except we ran I I did it with a full load of dishes, so we'll try it without. All right, Terry. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for All right. yeah. thanks. and listen. Thanks for listening from Knoxville. Have I told you that I have a sister-in-law? My wife's sister lives in Knoxville, Tennessee. You did, and I'm. You know, I might know the company if you said the name of the company. She, her, I guess, her husband yeah. works with or owns whatever. But yeah. Anyway, I appreciate what you guys do. So take care. Thank you. Thank you very right, much bye bye. for listening. Very nice of you to call. Thanks. Yep. All right, Donald, went down to the last 30 seconds before we go to the top of the hour. The Red Wings are playing tonight. The Red Wings alumni is playing in the Hazel Park. Game time, 6 o'clock. See some of the old timers from yesteryear. Give us a call so we can help you out. We're coming back for another full hour. So this is a good time to call to get set up. 800 8 Five nine zero WJR. That's eight hundred eight five nine zero nine five seven. And a good Saturday morning to you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thanks for calling in. We are here for the next hour to help you with your appliance questions, service. Well, we can do some of that right here on the radio program. So if you need help in any aspect of major home appliances like washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, dishwasher, microwave, oven, the garbage disposer, room air conditioner, dehumidifier, even the humidifier on the side of your furnace. Well, we're here to help you. And how to get through to us is the voice of our director, our producer, our co-host, Donald the Hammer Schuster. I get no kick from champagne. Mere alcohol doesn't thrill me at all. So tell me why should it be true that I get a kick out of you? All right. 
We're glad you're here with us on this Saturday morning, and we are inviting your call because we are to help you with your appliance repair question. You know, everybody owns appliances. Everybody has appliances. Everybody's needed one to be repaired. Everybody would like to avoid having to pay for it the next time. Maybe the appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, can help you. Give us a call, even if you're thinking of purchasing an appliance. We'll talk to you ahead of time so you can buy the right one. 800 859 wjr We're just getting set up for a new hour, new bank of calls. Get in on it right now. 800 859 0957. I purchased, uh, mentioned the possibility of purchasing a new appliance, and I think we need to do that here. We got an LG refrigerator that died. We're looking for a recommendation for a new one from Redford. This is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Appliance. Um, I would like to know what you rec. I know that. Uh, uh, they don't make uh, refrigerators. Uh, Speed Queen doesn't. And but what would your recommendation be? Because these companies just all have changed. Joe, we can't hear you. Did you hit your mute button by any chance? No, I did. We, we can the hear host, you now, though. The host has unmuted. Nope, you're gone again. Try it again, because you were back. Okay, yeah. can you hear me? We can hear you, Mary. You're good. Yeah. We're just oh, trying okay. to get the we're just trying to get the appliance doctor, consumer advocate Joe Gannon on board. But I think we can hear you now, Joe. Go ahead. All right. Okay, Mary, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. How old is that LG refrigerator that you have? <laughs> it's gone to the dead yard it's five years old and i would never have another one they have a class action lawsuit against them for their compressors yes they do in that includes millions of lg refrigerators now so I, be I i believe the class action suit is over now did did you get involved mary i didn't get anything out of it but uh um I need a new refrigerator, and I don't know what to get. I I heard of one called the Verona uh, at the Bill and Rod, and it's made in Italy, but I'm afraid that you'd have trouble getting service on it and parts for it. Well, Mary, I'm going to give you three names. I don't know anything about that Italian model, okay? But if it's like... The Italians themselves, they're mainly good, good people. So it might be, the, and it might be that only Bill and Ross has parts for them to service the product, should it need service. But I'm going to give you three names. Maybe you want to just jot them down, or they're so familiar that I'll suggest to you Whirlpool, GE, and Frigidaire, in those not in any particular order. But Whirlpool, GE, and Frigidaire are what you should be buying when it comes to a new refrigerator. Not not a KitchenAid? Well, that's a Whirlpool. Ah. Whirlpool owns many different brands. They own Whirlpool. They own Maytag. They own uh, Amana and KitchenAid. And there's a whole list that they own today. 
Okay. So Whirlpool, uh, GE, and Frigidaire. You've got them. Go shopping, and, and there's other stores besides Bill and Rod's as well. Oh. oh, I know. I went to Best Buy. I'm looking yeah. at all of them. Good for you. Let me know, Mary. Let me know what you buy. Okay. Okay. Thank you so, thank you so much for helping everyone. Oh, Mary, I'm here just for that, to help everyone I can. Thanks for calling, Mary. You're welcome. Thank you. Take care. It even hurts a little bit to introduce this next caller to you, Joe, because this loyal listener lost her washer and dryer in the flood and needs her recommendations on some new ones. Gosh, boy, that was rough. From Detroit, this is Kathy. Hello, Kathy. Thanks for calling and sad to hear about your flood condition. Thank you. It was a big, big mess. Um, so I did lose. Actually, I lost my, my furnace and hot water heater, too. So if you have recommendations for either of those, it'd be great. Um, I need to to find a replacement for all four and trying to find some names to look for? Well, let's start with the furnace. We've got uh, some people advertising uh, heating and air conditioning products here. There's Thornton and Grooms that is a, a great company. It's been here for a long, long time. And there's Sharon's Heating and Cooling that is also owned by a woman who for 40 years has taken her little business and now has over a hundred service technicians and they sell a lot of products. They've always got a deal going on. Uh, there's a couple of names for you in regards to your furnace and your hot water tank. Thank you. Now, as far as your washer and dryer are concerned, I only have a, one name to give you that I recommend people buy. And trust me, uh, you're going to wait some time to get them because they're still filling all the back orders that are in place. But it's Speed Queen. And uh, okay. find, your, find yourself a Speed Queen dealer in the area. And I like to lead off by saying washing machines are lasting seven to ten years speed queen's literature puts it in writing you can expect 25 plus years from a speed queen washer i know it's a little more expensive but by the end of it all okay if you get a speed queen you're far ahead if not you'll be buying two or three washing machines in the next 20 years so uh, go shopping wisely when you shop and they've got the greatest warranties available in the industry. No one's ever, ever in the history of mach washing machines provided consumers with a three, five, or seven-year full warranty that covers everything. Service call, labor, parts, even the smile from the technician is covered. So go shopping wisely, Kathy. Thank you. Um, if I can't find Sea Queen, is there a second... A second best you have or just Speed Queen? Well, no. The, the, I, I just used the word Speed Queen because consumers okay. consumers need to know. And not Thank too you. many people do a show telling people buy a certain product. And, and Kathy, one other thing I want to say to you. 
Speed Queen does not advertise on this radio show. This is information from the heart because I know, and not only I, but the rest of the service industry in this country, they all know the Speed Queen is the best product made out there. Appreciate your advice. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Kathy. Take care. We're here for you live Saturday morning, July 24th. It is 7.16 a.m. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented by Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies. And I was over to Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies just a few days ago. Saw the owner. You know what he said to me, folks? He said, Joe, I'm very happy to be on the air with you. And he says... Your listeners love you. Your listeners. So people are going to the drugstore and telling them they love the appliance doctor. And I'm so pleased with that statement because I love every one of you out there. You want to go to a good drugstore, the cheapest prices on drug supplies, 15% off anything you buy in that store. And all you get is a free delivery from here to Grand Rapids. Try looking in on Farmington Drugs and Medical Supplies. Here's their phone number, 248-478-3922. That's 248-478-3922. We are here for another 40 minutes plus. Plenty of time to answer your question. If you'll just give us a call at 800 8590WJR. That's 800-859-0957. Helping us out this morning in the WJR control room is Danielle Mason, our audio board operator. Helping us out on phones is Brian Morton. I'm happy to be helping out as well. I am Donald the Hammer Schuster, and we are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes 760 WJR. I heard a cricket. I think that cricket's either in North Macomb County or North Oakland County where there's a lot of rain moving through right now. So stay inside or stay in your vehicle, stay dry, and give us a call with your appliance repair question. 800 8 Five nine zero nine five seven eight hundred eight five nine zero WJR seven twenty two in the morning, and that makes it time for I've heard it said that big business runs government, and there's something going on in Washington right now. And it's called the Repair, the Right to Repair Act. It's in Congress. They're going to vote on it. It's where, like, a sample is John Deere Company makes tractors for farmers and equipment. They don't want anybody but their select few service technicians to repair that product. The same thing is about to happen with major home appliances. I wrote a column about this three, four years ago, which said that I heard from a person working at the manufacturing level of a manufacturer who said to me, they're gonna lock up the appliances. They're not gonna allow service technicians of any kind 
to get in there unless they're selected by the manufacturer. They're going to have different screws with heads that you can't buy a screwdriver for. They're going to have computers on a product that'll lock it up tight. You can't get into it. What's going to happen down the road if this is allowed to happen? The manufacturers will take over the service industry of their products and not let people repair them. That's all happening. Look on your computer. Look it up. The Right to Repair Act. It's in front of Congress right now as we speak. And you might want to voice your opinion, especially if you're a do-it-yourselfer. How long would this radio, let me ask Donald here, how long would this radio last, this radio show last, Donald, yeah. if people couldn't fix their own products? I mean, it wouldn't last very long. We'd be out of biz. I'm trying to think what we might talk about instead. Yeah, flowers. Well, there things we go. Like <laughs> Pete Moss. Pete Moss, yes. <laughs> so that, right. anyways, that's my little story for this morning. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you take some action on it. Thank you. Our phone number, 800-859-0957. We're going to Manchester with a canning question. Boy, this is going to test the outer limits of your expertise ring. This is Lorraine. Good morning, Lorraine. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Good morning, Mr. Gannon. Um, I bought the GE Profile induction stove, and I was wondering, am I, can I can with that? Um, will I hurt the glass stovetop with prolonged, you know, heat on it? Um, and is there a canner made for that induction stove? Because, you know, the old-fashioned blue granite ones won't work. They've got that rippled bottom. Well, Lorraine, I guess the first question I'm going to ask you is, do you know Hydloft Appliance down the street from you in Chelsea? They're the ones I gave my money to because you told me to go there. <laughs> All right. Well, I would call Mark Hydloff. I'd wait till Monday. I'd call Mark Hydloff and ask him the questions you're asking me on canning. Because the only canning I've ever done is when we lost power some dozen years ago. The power was off for a long time. My darling Valerie said, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? All the restaurants are closed and so forth. So anyways, I got a couple of candles and I got a couple of canned goods from the cupboard. And we had a nice meal eating as you would in the primitive days. And uh, the only thing that didn't work was the can opener, which was electric. But fortunately, I had a big Jim Bowie knife, cut the top off the can cooked a meal, and I was the cook for the day. But that's all I know about canning. Uh-oh. Right. So, <laughs> okay, not the darling Valerie. She wouldn't know either. No, but... Okay, that's okay. I, I'm okay. sure you're not going to hurt the stovetop. Okay. That I'm sure of. But I'm so proud that you bought a... Lorraine, let me ask what do you, how do you like that stove? Well, I like it really well. Now that my pans arrived, they took a little time to get here from China, okay. you know. But um, I, I love it. Yes. Well, Valerie brags about hers. Let me tell you. Yep, I've used the air fryer. Mine came with the air fryer inside of it, and I've used that several times over. 
um, I used the steam cleaner setting. It did not get the glass clean, but I'll use the regular cleaning setting next time and, um, you know, see if the glass will come clean. Um, but, yeah, I love it. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Okay. Thank, thanks, Lorraine. Take care. All right, have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What, what does Valerie brag about more, Joe, her, her stove or her husband? No, Valerie loves me and I love her. And I'll tell you, <laughs> we brag about each other. And I've been going for, for physical therapy. Dr. Kogan, if you know who I'm talking about, Donald, you know him well. Yes. That I Restore do. Center. And that's all coming out very nice and shining. Uh, I'm very pleased, but the girls down there just yesterday, no, yeah, uh, yeah, yesterday morning, eh? And they said, we love it when you talk about your darling Valerie. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I believe you're referring to Dr. Saul Kogan from the DISC Institute. Yes, yes, sir. we do both know him. We've got a question from Toledo now, Joe, a dishwasher that's not rinsing well. This is Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for calling. How may we help you? Hey, Joe. Uh, I also want to, we have a speed clean dishwasher, or uh, washing machine, like you mentioned earlier, and we love it. So we can Oh, that. that's, that's uh, great. Uh, yeah, Frigidaire dishwasher, um, it's for quite a while, it's not been rinsing the top rack well at all, basically, the, especially glasses, both the tops of them and the inside. They basically have to rewash them after the thing runs. I've torn it apart and cleaned it out to the best of my ability of cleaning the wash arms and cleaning it out kind of like with the tang process you were talking about earlier um when this all started the the motor was really loud like something was in the maybe in an impeller pump or something um i just feel like it's got a diminished capacity uh, either pumping the water through or possibly like the the tube that goes to the middle and the top wash arm is partially blocked i don't think the top wash arm is even moving at all when it operates so kind of looking for advice on what to look for. Now, how old is this Frigidaire? It's dishwasher? not, in my opinion, not very old. It's maybe seven years old. Huh. Well, let me tell you a little story. I'm watching TV. There's an ad on TV. It's about Frigidaire dishwashers. There's a guy on TV saying, or a woman, I can't. Anyways, they're saying, you can put anything you want into a Frigidaire dishwasher. And it will chew it up because it's got a garburator inside the, on top of the motor assembly. And it'll chew it up. And so they show this guy with a bun cake on a big glass platter. He opens the door. He throws a whole cake in there. And my sons, who are all in the service industry, said, Whoa, go ahead. Throw all the cakes in there you want. Then you wonder... Will somebody throw, throw a turkey carcass in there as well? And they, my son say, Dad, that commercial creates more work for us on Frigidaire dishwashers than we thought possible. You know, because, now that you say it, um, oh, sorry to interrupt, because uh, it reminded me when I cleaned out the wash arm and the lower part, I found a little piece of bone in it. I had oh, forgotten yeah. about that until you just told that story there. Yeah. So anyways, I raised Holy Cain about this ad on TV. And the next thing you know, it disappeared. 
because what they put on the impeller assembly in the motor was this little piece of metal that you could take your two fingers and gently move it and the metal would bend. So that created an impeller that was on there, a, a cutting blade that jammed the impellers of the motor and caused some big, big troubles. So you've got to make sure that you go into that motor assembly, take all those impellers out of there, any screws you see there till you get to the motor mm -hmm. impellers. Okay. And then you might see what the problem is. Because if it can't push the water up with the motor impellers, because that blade, that cutting blade, jams something, bent something, then you'll find the problem yourself. And you will not need to be going any further than that to fix your problem. Okay. Sounds Thanks, Daryl. Right, thank Let me know what happens, would you? All right. Please. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. It's Saturday morning. It's 7.33, and the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is brought to you, Y-O-U, you, by Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning. Yes, been around for 40 years. She walked in my office 40 years ago, Sharon did, and said, I'm starting a heating and air conditioning company. That was when I was a fraud investigator with the state of Michigan, and Jennifer Granholm and I had knocked out five, six heating companies right out of business, put a few of them in jail. And Sharon came along and said, I'm starting. Well, that's 40 years ago. Today, she's got a location in Westland, been there for 40 years, got a new location in Fowlerville, Michigan. She's got over 100 service technicians working for her, and they have great deals. Call them to see what kind of deal they have on heating and air conditioning for your home. Phone number 734-425-1415. That's 734-425-1415. In the caller on deck circle is Nick from Troy. We're going to be talking to Nick when we come back. We should be talking to you as well. That's why we're here. Give us a call at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800-859-0957. I am your humble show co-host, Donald the Hammer Schuster. And we are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, the doctor is in the house on the longest running appliance repair radio show in America that we're funneling right through the WGR control room in the new center area of Midtown Detroit, smack dab in the middle of the seventh floor of the Golden Tower of the Fisher Building, blasting it up to the skyways on the great voice of the Great Lakes. We are 760. We are WJR. We're here for you every Saturday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Every Sunday morning, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. And this show could be the start of something big, like a big day of programming on WJR. And to tell us what's coming up later this morning, Danielle Mason. 8 to 9, we have the car show. 9 to 10, we have the law, the law line with uh, Justin Grove. And then 10 to noon, we have the Inside Outside guys. And they are going to be live... Um, out at the fishing tournament with Barrier, sponsored by Barrier Free Plus today. So that's what's happening on WJR today. Thank you, Danielle Mason. Our phone number is 
8590957 we invite you to give us a call with your question 800-859-0wjr we are going to troy now because we've got a bosch dishwasher that fills with water even when it's not supposed to be running from troy this is nick good morning nick thanks for calling and how may we help you hi joe um as he said i've got a bosch dishwasher it's about 16 years old and occasionally, just mysteriously, when we open it, the bottom is filled with clean water. It will go away if we run a load or a rinse and hold cycle, but we don't know what's causing it. Uh. Well, I do. You've got a water valve on this machine, as all dishwashers have. And when the machine says to the water valve, okay, stop filling with water, the water valve shuts off completely. In some cases, okay. especially at that age, the water valve will not shut off completely. There's sediment in the water valve and it prevents a little rubber seal from sealing properly and water happens to trickle through. Now, Nick, let me ask you a question. What would you do if the water valve opened completely and you were gone for a long weekend? Oh, I'd be in big trouble. I'd have a flood. You would certainly have a flood. You have tons of water damage. So I'm going to say to you, move now. Shut off the water supply to the dishwasher now. Don't wait till later. Today, when you hang up, after you listen to this show, okay, or maybe a few others, but anyway, shut off the water supply to the dishwasher because I'm always, and I've seen this many times, many times. So if you leave the water on and it starts flooding, you're in big trouble. So I want to prevent that from happening to you. And then the water valve is a part that you can purchase through a parts house in your area and get a water valve it's a matter of taking the kick panel off on the bottom a couple of screws the water supply line should come right to the water valve which is right there you need a pair of channel locks and a pair of big pliers and the water valve can be replaced by you it's not all that difficult to do okay Nick, that's a great question. It's a thing that happens to people and you just brought it up and other people who are listening, other people are saying if, if this thing ever starts to fill with water through the night, I'm in trouble here. So Nick, it's you've helped. You should say, you, it's interesting you should say that too. I, I'm an insurance agent and we have claims like this all the time and if the people aren't home, they're disastrous. So I thank you for giving me that heads up advice. Well, thank you for the phone call. And the fact that you're an insurance man, okay, points out to people that, like you just said, you see it all the time, but it does happen. Water valves, here's a little more information for you, Nick. I did a study years ago on how many water valves were sold in the United States every month now. Keep this in mind, every month. And I called parts distributors from here to Washington and California. And I compile a list of how many water valves. 
It's over 100,000 water valves sold for appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, etc., where they use uh, washing machines, where they use a water valve. So over 100,000 sold every month. So it's a fast-moving wow. part. Well, thank you so much for that advice. I'm going to take care of that right away. Thank you, Nick. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Check your clocks. They should be coming up on 745. And the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show is presented to you by Spectrum Human Services. I have been on the board of directors of Spectrum Human Services for going on 20 years. We've got a great newsletter creating income and money for Spectrum goes directly to them. Joe Gannon doesn't see the money, touch the money, or anything like that. I want to make sure it goes directly to Spectrum. I want to thank all of you who contribute to the newsletter every month. You have created thousands of dollars for Spectrum to use to help 1,400 kids a day in the state of Michigan. That's what Spectrum is all about. And Donald can go on and tell you how to donate to the newsletter from there. It's a simple $10 donation. You might want to donate more. Many, many listeners have because it's donating to a great cause. So it's a real win-win situation. But minimum $10 donation to Spectrum Human Services. You'll get Joe's newsletter every month for 12 months in a row. To get on the list, you just go online to Spectrum human.org s-b-e-c-t-r-u-m spectrum human.org if anybody wants to place a bet with you on who will be the next caller we talk to on the home and appliance show here's an insider trading tip i'd put my money on david from shelby township and we could be talking to you as well just give us a call at 800-859-0wjr that's 800-859-0957 I am Donald the Hammer Schuster. We are just moments away from the next segment of the Home and Appliance Show with consumer advocate and appliance doctor Joe Gannon on the great voice of the Great Lakes, 760 WJR. The best way to get your appliance repair question answered is to call us right now. We're here on a weekend morning for you. Call us right now at 800-859-0WJR. That's 800 800- Eight five nine zero nine five seven. When we're not on the air, there's a couple of ways to stay connected with the Home and Appliance Show. One is to visit our webpage at wjr.com/appliance. When you're there, you can listen to past episodes of the show. Maybe you missed one, want to hear it. Maybe you heard one, want to hear it again. Stream it right while you're there at wjr.com/appliance. You'll also see a list of our preferred partners while you're there, and you can also stay in touch with the show by emailing the appliance doctor, Joe Gannon, at his own personal email address. Here is the address you'll want to use. The first four letters of appliance, followed by the first four letters of doctor at gmail.com. That's A-P-P-L-D-O-C-T at gmail.com. We have some questions regarding a Kenmore refrigerator from Shelby Township. This is David. Good morning, David. Thanks for calling, and how may we help you? Uh, thanks for having this show, Joe. It's, uh, I just happen to be in the market right now, and uh, it's pretty timely. So the um, the, re- the refrigerator brands that you had recommended earlier, the Whirlpool, the GE, and Frigidaire, 
Um, what about Kenmore? And then I have another follow-up question after that. Well, let's go to Kenmore. You know, Sears is out of business. You know that, right? Right. Now, what's a Kenmore? At a time in the past, only Whirlpool supplied Sears with appliances. Only Whirlpool. And then when Sears started hurting here many years ago, they started buying everything in the market that they could buy that was cheaper than Whirlpool. They created animosity between Whirlpool and Sears. They didn't pay their bill. And just a couple of years ago, less than that, uh, Whirlpool stopped selling products to Sears. So now you ask, what should I buy from, from Sears? Well, whatever you buy may be whatever they purchase from overseas markets. So be careful. Okay. okay. So the follow-up question is, um, what, you know, settling on one of those uh, other brands you recommended, um, what about other features like the ice maker, um, you know, the style of the refrigerator, French doors, side-by-side, uh, -side, is it? Any of those things uh, make you know, create more problems for me if I decide to, to have an ice maker or not? Let's see. Well, I'm not a believer in ice makers, and I've got one, okay? And it's a great feature to have, but it's just something else to go wrong. And trust me, at one time, you could take ice makers apart. You could replace little motors, little gears in them. Now they make the ice maker. It's one big molded piece of plastic. You can't get into it, and they're not inexpensive. You can expect service on your ice maker system. So that's, again, up to you to decide what you want. Now, what was the other question you just asked? Oh, just, just, just the different styles. Of, um, well, the styles, you know, the freezer on the bottom is not brand new. It was used in the right. early 50s through the mid-50s, the bottom mount refrigerator was a very popular refrigerator. And then they invented the side-by-side. -side. So that popularity diminished. Everybody started buying side-by-sides. And then here a few years ago, they came back with the bottom mount refrigerator because, okay. and here's what I feel, it's great for the elderly. They don't have to bend down so many times to get something in the bottom of a regular refrigerator, and the uh, they don't it's easier on their back. So uh, I guess David, it depends on how old you are. You sound pretty young to me, but then again, it's easier on your back. So you suit yourself to your medical history if you have any. I'm glad you mentioned the uh, the you know, how how the bottom freezers were around in the 50s my, my uh i remember going to my grandparents house and that was the first time i ever saw a refrigerator like that it was an old timer yeah still running yeah and, and it uh had the bottom bottom freezer and that was that was pretty interesting yeah okay well thanks david for, thanks for calling it's very nice of you i'd appreciate it yeah i love your show thank you Joe, we've got a little over three minutes left in the show. You know how much time it takes to answer a good question from a caller in West Bloomfield? A little over three minutes. We've got a Gen Air oven that won't get to the proper heat. This is Elizabeth. Good morning, Elizabeth. Thanks for calling. And 
What's happening with your oven? Good morning, Joe, and thank you for taking my call. What's happening, and I'll be really quick about this, it's a Gen Air electric range T2, and it's probably about 10 to 12 years old, and the coil for the baking is not heating. The broiler is working on top, so I don't know if it's the digital panel or if it's the coil for baking and roasting uh, in the bottom of the um, stove. All right. Well, it's an electric stove. You've got Correct. two coils. With a ceramic on. top, yeah. Yeah, and you've got a bake and a broil coil. Right. Now, do you have someone besides you, or can you remove the element? Yes, I have someone to do it for me. But right. um, I didn't know if it was the element or if it was the digital panel. Well, you're going to find out. Okay. You have that somebody shut the power off at the circuit breaker to this Correct. electric stove. You don't want any power on it. Right. Look in the oven against the back wall where the element hooks up inside the oven to the back wall. There's going to be a couple of screws you'll remove. You'll pull the element out about three inches and you'll see the wires that hook up to the back of the element. You'll okay. disconnect the two wires, take the element out, get a little meter at the hardware store or have somebody who's got a meter do this. All you've got to do is check continuity through the element. You'll know if it's good or bad. If it's bad, you order a new element, reverse the procedure. You've just fixed your own stove at the cost of only an element. You didn't. I don't know what you pay that person, but uh, give them a little right. tip. Right, right. Um, well, I thought maybe it was the heating element because the, the, it does go on, uh, and, you know, it's digitized on top. And so when I push the, uh, for the heating, to, for the temperature degrees, it goes on and it goes real slow, like to 100, and then maybe maximum to 250. And that's that's all it heats up to. And the coil doesn't get red like it normally would. So I suspected right. it was the coil, but, you know, I wasn't sure. Oh, you're very good at it. I'll get you a job as a, a, a technician in the appliance <laughs> industry. No, and thanks. Th I'll leave that to you. <laughs> okay. Take care, Thanks Elizabeth. for taking my call. Yeah. You, take care. Have a wonderful weekend. You're welcome. Here's a quick story. Sharon Stein used to write for the Detroit News in the food section. She called me one day at my business, said, what would it cost to replace an element in a GE stove? I said, not going to cost you anything. I'm going to tell you how to do it. That was my first bit of exposure in the newspaper. That's 40 years ago or so. Keep that dial super glued. I'm Joe Gannon. Thanks for all your phone calls. And thanks for joining us here on the Home and Appliance Show. Donald? We're putting a bow on this show. I'm even putting the scissors on those little strips hanging down to give them a little curling effect. We want to invite you to give us a call tomorrow. We'll be here at 6 a.m. Give us a call, 800-859-0WJR.